Ooh. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows this. We know this one. <laughs> if you know us, then you know this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been out walking. I don't do that much talking these days. These days. These days I seem to think a lot about the things that I forgot to do. Oh yeah. Oh here we go. Oh yeah, what a banger, as they so say. Damn and good. I had a lover. But it's so hard to risk another these days. These days. Now if I see Oh, baby. Welcome to the Pearhead Podcast. I am Ryan Middledore. I'm Patrick McDonald, and this is your podcast for all things Jimmy Buffett, including the things we shoehorn into being Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're talking about Jackson Brown. That's right, Jackson Brown. We're obviously, if you've been a fan of our podcast before, uh, we have uh, been discovering Jackson Brown, not as much as we've discovered Jimmy Buffett, but we certainly Mm -hmm. have discovered him considerably over the past couple years, specifically uh, his song These Days, which we have a segment we do on this show, These Days in Different Ways. Yep, yep. Where we've played all different types of songs uh, from all walks of life, uh, all different covers of the song These Days. Uh, I I think people like it. I do. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's very exciting. It's very, very exciting. It's crazy to hear. It's it's, it's kind of a... uh, a blank slate of a song that is already pretty emotional, but people add a lot of their own stuff to it. So yeah, there's so so many things that we've heard uh, in terms of like the covers that uh, that people have done, like little tweaks and stuff like that mm-hmm. to uh, just make it their own. Yeah, absolutely. People really uh, throw themselves into the song. So yeah, uh, we felt like it's been long overdue that we need to discover uh, a Jackson Brown album because he certainly is a Jimmy Buffett contemporary. Absolutely. He was around uh, very much at the same time. He's right around the same age. Uh, he was born in 48. He's 69 right now, a couple years younger than, mm-hmm. than old Jimmy. Um, but he's very closely uh, connected to, like, uh, the Eagles. Yep. Uh, who Jimmy is also connected to. And uh, 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 the Crosby, Stills, and Nash, he's very much connected to those people. So uh, he's been around. He's been he's 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 very much been... All over the place. Yeah, very much like a like a seventies like folk Americana kind of early rock and roll type yeah. thing. Yeah, but I will say Tom I Petty. I don't think he reached any sort of. Well, we can talk about this when we get into the album. Mm-hmm. I don't think he reached any sort of like, uh, you know, there's no there's no there's no brown heads. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> like everything I've read about him, like he's on so many like top one hundred lists of like he best singer songwriters. Yeah. So like he's really well known for just writing really amazing songs. Yeah, and people write with him. Yes. People use his songs. Yeah. A lot of his songs are super famous. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, Running on Empty. Yep. Uh, as as made even more famous by the Forrest Gump 
Uh, yes, of course. Movie. Of course. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Somebody's Baby. Yep. Huge hit. Yep. Um, the Pretender's a big one. There's also one called The Loadout, which is I, one that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and Doctor My Eyes, of course. Yeah. 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 There's, there's so so much going on, so, so, much, uh, so much room that we can uh, explore with Jackson Brown. A lot to explore. Yes. We are exploring his album, For Every Man, yes, today. Yes, which uh, I believe you mentioned, you, you texted me earlier today. This is uh, sort of regarded as one of his best, right? This is one of his best. Apparently, Late for the Sky is said to be his best, but then some people think For Every Man is better. Okay. And so it's like, oh, those are the kind of the two tied for first. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, so I, I figured this was a good one, but it's also got These Days on it, which I think is an important song for us. And so, something interesting about These Days, These Days, he did not, he wrote it, he originally wrote it, but he was not the first one that recorded it. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, Nico. Uh, Nico recorded it for the Velvet Underground. Yeah. Um, I was actually reading about that because there's those weird strings in in that version. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Warhol hated those strings. He did? Yeah, he thought they were horrible. He thought they ruined the song. Oh, there wow. There had to be strings in the middle of them, and it, it was so mad. I don't think Jackson Brown cared. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he added them, and then he was like, I don't know. Um, uh, but I think that's really... But yeah, it was recorded by Nico, and then in 73, uh, he did another uh, version of it for his album, For Every Man, mm-hmm. um, which is also funny because uh, he does another very famous song uh, on this album, it, it opens the album. Take uh, it easy. Take it easy. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a surprise. I had to look that up. He co-wrote that song with Glenn Fry. Did and he then, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was kind of both of their songs. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I really like this version. He he definitely like in in that regard seems very similar to Jimmy. He is. He seems like a huge collaborator. Yeah, very open to just like yeah. like if he hears someone that he likes, doesn't matter how big they are, how popular yeah. they are, he'll play with them or collaborate, write a song, yes, whatever. Absolutely. Um, I'm already seeing a ton of that, which it's is crazy. very exciting. I will. Say, I'm I'm gonna make a huge claim right now. Okay. Because we're big and big stakes right we like to <laughs> stink huge claims yeah, that we can't back up yeah 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 i think jackson brown is jimmy buffett if instead of finding like steel drums and acoustic guitar mm-hmm. found piano and electric guitar Ooh, i like that because i felt like it's very similar kind of light-hearted music and also contemplative music uh-huh. um beautifully written yeah um and beautifully performed uh, but uh, it just feels like in that same vein to me. Yeah. It's that catchy kind of like uh, tells it like it is singer-songwriter. Yeah, absolutely. So, so at least in terms of their music stylings, they're fairly parallel. Yes, from I what we so. can tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before we get into all this, I do have to, since it is uh, an important segment on our show, These Days in Different Ways, mm-hmm. I thought I would submit uh, an honorable These Days in Different Ways. I found a couple that I wanted to go with today, <laughs> but I think the biggest one, of course, is by the uh, huge 90s supergroup Fountains of Wayne. Oh, of course. I have not heard that name in years. <laughs> you might know them for Stacy's mom, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> that was, I don't know if you remember. Stacy's mom has got it going on. It's all I've been waiting for so long. Stacy, can't you see? <laughs> You're just not the girl for me. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. Anyways, you know that song. <laughs> now you do. It's like it sounds that, exactly like that. that song. We will always remember the lyrics to and uh, All Star. Yeah, yeah. Those are the two songs. Except my, you know, uh, driver's license. Uh, 
number, I won't. No, you know what never. I, mean? <laughs> I think it starts with a Y. Uh, yeah, no, it's mine's an F. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah, I know. So what's up with that? But Fountains of Wayne did a cover of These Days. Yep, it's a live cover. It seems to be a live cover. Yeah. Wh- from their 99 album, Out of State Plates, I believe. Which is a double album. Oh, 2005 album. It's, it's a double album. It's a, it's a 26-song album. Oh, my gosh. All these Fountains of Wayne songs you probably loved, like Carpet King, Janice's party, California sex lawyer. <laughs> um, you're just never satisfied. Yeah. I want you around. Trains and boats and planes. You you remember all these oh, songs? Oh yeah. Classics. I want an alien for Christmas. <laughs> Number forty five. Sunblock. A Wait, classic. Half of the second CD is is live, right? No, it's yeah, it's no, no, no. Oh, there's there's like only a, two songs. There's like live. a three song chunk in the middle that's all um, Christmas music. Weird. <laughs> I also misspoke. This is. 30 songs. Oh, wow. Do you remember when bands just used to release, like, a ton of music? Like, like double albums were, like, a huge, huge thing in the, like, mid-2000s. Like, Red Hot Chili Peppers came out with things called Stadium Arcadium. There was, like, oh, yeah. 30 songs. Yeah. Where it's, like, four of them are good. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, a really huge quantity over quality time yes. period. Yes. Oh, yeah. For Because sure. I think also, like, box sets and, like, um, uh, big deluxe versions because iTunes started re- releasing deluxe versions. Yes. And that was like, buy this so you can get all these secret new versions of songs. Yeah, I wonder if that was something that came out of just like the the like iTunes boon, you know what it I mean? Where we're yeah, like, yeah. oh, now everyone can hold like all of our catalog. Potentially. And also Target, I remember Target would be like, you have to buy this album in the store because the, there's songs on the CD that aren't on iTunes and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Do you remember going to like a Best Buy to buy CDs? Yeah, yeah. I used to do that. I did that a long for a long time. Same I here. I did that up until like the 2000, 2011 or 12. Yeah, yeah. I used to, yeah. uh, I used to, in, in high school, I used to have a big binder full of CDs in my trunk. Yeah, yeah. And whenever I would want to switch out CDs, I would have to go back and like flip through it. And oh, everything. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I always got jealous of the people that had like the five CD changers. I know. I just had the, the one the one had to go back and flip out every single one. I wonder what what do you think your most played CD was in high school? Oh gosh, my most played CD in high school. You know, Kanye West graduation was huge when I was in high school. Oh sure, and Me I too. listened to that constantly. Yeah, that's a that good album. That was huge. I also listened to um, uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers' Greatest Hits a lot, <laughs> which is a solid album. <laughs> it's amazing. It's really good. It's truly amazing. It might be the best greatest hits album of all time. It's like incredible because it's like it goes from like stir it up. Yep. I want to look it up actually. It's way. It's up there with songs you know by heart. It is. It's like it blows me away. And yeah. yeah um, Buffalo Soldier and Iron Lion. Uh, Iron Lion's Three Zion. Little Birds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, my senior song was Three Little Birds. Was it, it really? Was my suggestion. And then all the uh, Texas cheerleader moms were like, that song's about getting high. We don't want like our daughter's graduation <laughs> song to be about smoking weed. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look where we are now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's the reason everything happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. I but, think. Yeah. I think mine was uh, White Blood Cells by the White Stripes. Really? Oh, I listen to that thing constantly. Really? Yeah, I love that album. Oh, that's so funny. It's one of my favorites still. Oh, I, so I, I, I never got into the White Stripes. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah, It's amazing. I got to do it. Okay, well, this cover, yep. yeah. <laughs> these days in different ways, we went on a high school binge. And you know, we're that's back. what happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, but now I'm looking up the Bob Marley and the Whalers things. I mean, come on. Redemption Song, Waiting in Vain. Yep. Get Up Stand Up. Yep. One Love. Yep. Could you be loved? Yep. Ugh, is this love? It's all in there. <laughs> it, it is love, Bob, <laughs> and I love that album. 
Um, anyways. These uh, days, live from Fountains of Wayne, out-of-state plates. Here we go. Let's check it out. Check Give it, it out. a listen. Brace yourselves. Well, I've been out walking. Oh. <laughs> Surprising. Surprise. I don't do that much talking these days. These days. Yeah, pretty sincere cover. Yeah. These days I seem to think a lot about the things that I forgot to do for you. And all the times I had the chance to. And I had a lot. Let's see what this breakdown is. If we get a breakdown, I know. But it's so hard to risk another these days. These days. Here we go, here we go, we'll see. And if I seem to be afraid to live the life that I have made in song, well, it's just that I've been. So long. Wow. I think it's just an acoustic cover. Yeah, is no. Oh, oh. Let's see. Sometimes there's a breakdown right here. So nope. It's just wow. an acoustic cover. Wow, Fountains of Wayne. I mean, I'm I'm kind of shocked. That's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty sincere. It's really good. Also, like this song, I feel like uh, from like a, a a musician standpoint, there's so much emotion there that I feel like. It's very easy to kind of hide behind that that breakdown yeah, yeah, when yeah. that drum beat kind of kicks in. Yeah, I think so. And to do it like just acoustic, like that's like it's raw, really good. especially for Fountains of Wayne. I know because they used to. I mean, Stacy's mom has all kinds of tricks in there. Yeah, there's backing tracks. There's l- little noises. Let's let's pick one random song from this album from and just see like plates. what else we're up against here. Okay, great. Let's see what else we got. Let's well, let's pick. Um, I want to pick that one album. That one. Uh, Let's do California Sex Lawyer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's see what this is all about. Okay, let's see what California Sex Lawyer is about. I'm going coast to coast. I'm going nationwide. I got my hand on the trigger. Got my girl by my side. I got the looks that kill. I got a license to love. I got a German shepherd and his name is <laughs> Oh my God. If you didn't hear that, uh, I got a German Shepherd and his name is Doug. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's the Fountains so of Wayne I'm talking that's about. That's the Fountains of Wayne we know, which is so crazy out of how out of character it is for them to sing this song. This song turns boys into men. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what I think. <laughs> I, I I just I just picture like. Uh, 14-year-old girls and their moms being at a Fountains of Wayne concert, and then this song comes on, and the 14-year-old is pissed off. Yeah. And the mom is like, oh my god, this is amazing. Mm-hmm, exactly. They're like, what is this? This is stupid. And the mom <laughs> is like, this brings me back. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, Tony. This is for me. Let me have this. Let me have this. <laughs> well, that was very interesting. That was that very... That. that was good. That's a nice little hole we fell into. Yeah, absolutely. It was a fun hole to be in. <laughs> Uh, what a weird, what a weird thing. I mean, but good Very for strange. Fountains of Wayne. Yeah. And, and good for these days in different ways, the segment that keeps going. If you have a rendition of these days, 
Oh, you can say know. it to us. Yeah, Send yeah. it to us. Hashtag these days in different ways on Twitter. <laughs> Or, uh, of course, uh, you can send it to our email at parrotheadpodcast.gmail.com. I, I would love just, like, cell phone audio of someone singing these days. You can do it a cappella. You can do it a cappella, yeah. <laughs> you I can care. do it a cappella in a crowded Target. Please. I don't care. Oh, I would love a crowded Target <laughs> live rendition of these days. A, yeah, that Come would be on. really good. That would be really good. And Jimmy Buffett, if you are listening, we'd love oh. for you to do a cover of these please, days. Please, please. Would you want Jimmy to do a stripped-down acoustic version or a full band version? I mean, if he... Uh, I don't know. I mean, if he did, like, a... Like, I've been out walking, and then, like... <laughs> doom, 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 <laughs> like a xylophone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a xylophone. I was <laughs> yeah. supposed to be a steel drum. I'm working okay, on gotta, it. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Boom, 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 I get that. Boom, it's definitely boom, steel drum. Okay, that's... Yeah. <laughs> so this... Dum, 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 dum. That's, that's a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to work on my mouth instruments. Anyways, I do, yeah. I, I think I would like a, a stripped down Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Just with a guitar. Yeah. But I could I could, I could, could give him a shot. Sure. At any, in any way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love I'm that. interested. Um, so uh, this album, For Every Man, yes. 1973, 10 songs, widely regarded as one of his best. I'm very excited to dive into this. I have to say up front, uh, I'm going into this episode uh, totally blind. Oh, you are! Yep. have not listened to any of these songs save for Take It Easy and These Days. Oh my God, I will be your guide for this. This is going to be great. Oh I'm, my God, I'm, I'm so excited. Should we go through song by song? Or? Um, yeah, I no, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> We can we can start. Oh, I think we should jump around because Great. I really love this album. I just listened to it. What's amazing about this album? We could go through it one by one uh-huh. if you wanted because it's really amazing flow of an album. Okay, I feel like you listen to it and you feel like five minutes have gone by, but it's been forty five minutes. I feel like it's that's like, so important for albums. It's an amazing. It's the flow is so good. Yeah. So we can do that if you want. Well, how would you prefer? I'm down to do whatever. If you think there's a better way, if you want to dive into like the best tracks and keep going down, I'm mm. totally fine with that. You be you be the guide. Okay, I think we should definitely start at the beginning. Okay. Um. Uh. But I will say, let's do some some little numbers about this album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was number 43 on the Billboard 200 chart, and the single "Redneck Friend" reached number 85 on the Billboard Hot 100. Mm-hmm. In 2003, this album was ranked number 457 on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest albums of all time. Really? So it got on the list, huh? I mean, this is widely hailed as one of the greatest albums. Wow! But it was it was it's very very cool. I guess guest artists included David Crosby is mm-hmm. harmony on the title track. Glenn Fry is harmony on Redneck Friend. Elton John credited as Rocket A Johnny piano on Redneck Friend. Don Henley harmony on Colors of the Sun. Joni Mitchell and Bonnie Raitt. They were all on this album. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> That's a crazy amount of talented people on one album. Yeah, and all of them from different places. Well, it's it's great because like, I mean. All of those people you mentioned, were they all kind of coming up around the same time? This is like early 70s. Yeah, they were. I so think they were all, it was like, it's kind of one of those secret havens where they were all like. Sure. All the same know, age, all trying to help yeah, each other out. Yeah, together, working together, yeah. creating together. It's really amazing. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I will say about these days specifically, uh, it says here that uh, uh, Greg Allman covered these days before this album. And Brown commented, when Almond did these days, I thought he really unlocked a power in that song that I sort of then emulated, emulated in my version. I started playing the piano. I wasn't trying to sing like Greg. I couldn't possibly. I took the cue playing this slow walk, but it was written very sort of, kind of like a little more flat picking. Hmm. And that's it. 
So it's it's pretty cool. I think it's cool that he wrote this song, Nico did it, then Greg Allman did it, which influenced his version of his own song. Yeah. That's, I mean, he's an artist. He's a collaborator. That's really cool. But anyways, let's get into it. Let's get into Take It Easy. I love this cover of Take It Easy. Mm-hmm. I might like it more than the Eagles version. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's give it a listen. Let's give it a listen. Love this kind of building. Yeah. This is breakdown in this version. It's really, I love the tempo change. It's crazy. That's awesome. I've never, I mean, that's fascinating. It's amazing. It's a really cool choice. It's so good. He's, it's so good, right? It's really, really good. He also said he's like an amazing storyteller with his voice, I think. Yeah. I think he like gets into this kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, it's so good. I don't know. It blows me away. It's like, I'm really listening. I'm like widely listening with my ears. Yes. <laughs> I'm wide-eared listening to Jackson Brown. Yeah. He just has a captivating voice. That's amazing. And tone and storytelling. Also, style. it's it's worth mentioning that I think by the time uh this episode drops, we will have seen Jackson Brown in concert. That's correct. We are recording this before, but I yes. did uh, surprise Ryan recently with tickets to Jackson Brown. So excited. Very excited. We're going to the Greek. Uh-huh. He's playing at the Greek. We've mentioned that he's coming, and, and I said, we have to do this. We have yeah. to go. Yeah. It's just an, it's not an option. Yeah. It's required for us, so we are going. We will report on a later episode Absolutely. how much we loved it, probably yes. four weeks from now. <laughs> um, uh, but it's very exciting. It's We're so pumped for it. Um, also a little shout out to Jackson Brown. He's from Highland Park. Is he really? Yeah, he's from, he's from right outside of Los Angeles, California. I had Highland no Park. idea. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the cover of this album, For Every Man, uh, is a, uh, like an artist rendition of, uh, his childhood home in Highland Park, the Abbey San Encino. Wow. So we could go out to Jackson Brown's childhood home. That's so cool. That's I wonder what Highland Park home. was like in like the 60s. It was very different. I mean, Highland Park is different now than it was five years ago. Sure. Highland Park is uh, a very heavily, well, it's being very gentrified right, right. now. Right. But it's, it, I think it was a very private little community. I remember when I first moved out here like six years ago, uh, people loved Highland Park because it felt like its own thing. Yeah. Now it feels very much like an outside part of LA. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's it's that's it's very cool. Um, uh, I love it. So that's a, that's a great version of Take It Easy. I think really good. I, I really, really enjoyed like that. He's, I think he's just pre- operating on another level. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just doing his own damn thing. That's right. He's it. Jackson Brown. He's baby. Jackson Brown. I mean, people love Jackson Brown. I think he's one of the most respected 
songwriters by other songwriters. Yeah, and like similar to similar to Jimmy, there's like like people don't have a bad thing to say about him. He's never like caused a big stink or anything like that. No. Uh, it seems like he's just a really nice, hardworking guy. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, so uh, should we move on? Let's let's go in order for a little bit. Great, we let's do that. Our Lady of the Well is the next song. Let's check it out. Let's give it a check. I really like this one. It starts fast and abruptly. It really does. You in your life, me and mine, we have begun. Here we stand and without speaking, draw the water from the well and stare beyond the plains to where the mountains lie so still. But it's a long way that I have come across the sand to find this peace among your people in the sun. Where the families work the land As they have always done Oh, it's so far the other way My country's gone Across my home has grown the shadow Of a cruel and senseless hand Though in some strong hearts the love and truth And it has taken me this distance And a woman's smile to learn That my heart remains among them And to them I must return But it's a long Really, really good. It's so good. The lyrics are so thoughtful. Very thoughtful. It, it, this reminds me a lot of... Uh, Mac McAnally's first album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how like layered that was, and yes. just like the compositions of every song yes. was like very, very thoughtful. Yeah, absolutely. It feels the same way because like at, in 1973, how old is Jackson Brown? Like early 20s. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was born in 68. So okay. No, not 68. He was, <laughs> he was five years old. He was born in 48. Okay, okay, 48. So, so yeah, he's a young guy. Yeah, he's 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 not 30 yet. He's wow. He's, um, what 25ish? Yeah, yeah. Which, that's crazy. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's shocking. Yeah. How how thoughtful? I mean, he was just born an adult. I think. Yeah. You know, sometimes people just get born adults. Yeah. And that's Jackson Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, I I really loved the lyrics of this chorus. It's a long way that I have come across the sand to find you here. Among the people in the sun where your children will be born, you watch them as they run. Oh, it's so uh, oh, it's so far the other way my life is gone. Mm. Or it's so far the other way our country's gone. It's amazing. It's it's cool. It's really what, a, what a thoughtful guy. Yeah, um, that was great. Yeah, it's great. Let's move on to Color of the Sun. Colors color. of the Sun. Colors of the Sun. Sorry, more than one color. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was just yellow. <laughs> Why did they call it yellow of the sun? There's one color the sun is. It's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a colorblind issue. Colors of the sun flashing on the water top and Tiny worlds stay 
understand you are not dreaming It is not seeming just to be this way Dying men draw numbers in the air Dream to conquer little bits of time Scuffle with the crowd to get their share That's really good. It's Don Henley and Jackson Brown. Is that Don Henley? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's really Damn, cool. That's crazy. I love how that song starts too. <laughs> I know. It's a little dark. It is a little dark. And then he's rising dark. through it. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, Tom Rush, who's, who has another version of These Days that I was Ooh, almost going to play okay. today. It's a great version of These Days. Also covered Colors of the Sun. Uh, Tom Rush is a, a singer-songwriter that is around. Yeah. And he's really good. Um, uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a crazy, it's just like he, there's always something to surprise you in a Jackson Brown song Yeah, where you're like, you think you know what's going on and they're like, why are they holding this note so long? Or like, where did the rhythm go? It's like, <laughs> it changes things up. He keeps who, you on your toes. Who is the drummer on this album? The drummer on this album, I, I it's don't It's really, know. really good. Like for, uh, uh, Our Lady of the Well, like how the yeah. song starts with the like, it's yeah, it's amazing. Like really, really good. There's a lot of cool see. stuff. Going oh, on drummer this. was uh, I got it right here. Jim Keltner. Jim Keltner. Or Jim Keltner on two five two four five six and eight. Uh huh. And then um, drums on seven and ten were Russ Kunkel, who we know Russ Kunkel. Do we? Is Russ Kunkel? Russ Kunkel might be. A, he's definitely worked with Buffett uh-huh. a bunch. I don't know if he's technically a coral reefer. But he was on he was on volcano in one particular harbor and uh, hot water. Oh wow! And so he shared a a, a Jimmy Buffett uh, huh. connection there. Just, just one of those studio musician guys. One of those studio musicians, I think. Yeah, that's cool. So he was in there, and then uh, there's another drummer, Gary Malabier, Malabar on uh-huh. three and nine, Mickey McGee on one. Awesome. Yeah, and Joni Mitchell played a electric piano on track nine. That's so cool. So, that's that's awesome. Crazy. <laughs> um, uh, but that's a great one. Should we move on to uh, number four? I thought I was a child. I thought I was a child. Let's give it a listen. I really like this one. They all have a similar kind of vibe to them. That's why I feel like they all bleed together, but they don't necessarily uh, like mix together. Yeah. They kind of be like, oh, this is a new one, but it's the same vein. Yeah. Prominent piano in this one. James Taylory. It is a little bit. It's such a clever innocence with which you do your sorcery as if somehow the years just bow and let that young girl go free. I thought I was a child Till you turned and smiled I thought I knew where I was going 
Till I heard your laughter flowing And came upon the wisdom in your eyes Surprise Spent my whole life running round Hell yeah, there's that, there's that Jackson Brown rhythm Yep That's really good. Oh my god! You know what's like you you mentioned the top of the episode about the flow of the album. Yeah, that song. See, see, that's track four. Track five is these days. Yeah, those songs. It's not like where like we've talked about how uh, Buffett does like a lot of the same rhythms, a lot of same melodies, and a lot of songs, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. It's like that's you know who who Buffett is. Both these songs feel very similar and very different yeah. at the same time. Like it's they they definitely really, feel like companions but they stand on their own. It's amazing like it's it's hard to distill what exactly creates a clear voice, right? I, mm-hmm. I don't imagine that Jackson Brown is like I want to write this one it sounds a little like my other ones. Yeah. It's like this is just what I do. This is this is what comes from me. It's yeah. weird that that's I it, it, I don't know. I kind of go into these like existential spirals about like what is a f- voice? Like how do you create a voice? It just comes out of you. And it's similar, but how do you make sure you have a voice but you're not repeating yourself? Right. That's, that's the artist's uh, contradiction, yeah, right? Yeah. I have a clear voice, but I don't want to say the same thing every time. That's fascinating. I know, but I guess it's the same how we have different sounds coming out of our mouths. Sure. We have, we have different vocal cords. Yes. And that's why, and we're always going to sound a certain way. I don't know. I'm high. <laughs> I'm not high. I just I, <laughs> what I want to do. High. I want to play uh, play just a little bit of "I Thought I Was a Child" and then play a little bit of "These Days" Great. and just kind of illustrate what I'm talking Let's about. Let's do it. Let's do it. So this is back to "I Thought I Was a Child." Play Great. a little bit and then jump. By now I should have long been gone. Here I am, still looking on, as if I That was I thought I was a child. Now I'm going to okay. jump to these days and just just think about how similar in sound these are, but about how different they are at the same time. Great, it's really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Well, keep on Damn, that's wild. Wow. That's crazy. Good on you, Jackson. I know. It's amazing, Jackson Brown. I think it boils down to precision of intention. That's what Uh I'm going to decide. It's Mm -hmm. like he specifically wants to say this, and he specifically wants to say something else. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to say it like this, 
It's going to be in my voice, but it's going to be this way. Yeah. I think that's what it is to me. Now, it's pretty amazing. What do you think? Do you think, I mean, obviously the, the, the flow of this album was like a conscious decision. Yeah. But I wonder what the decision was to put, like, I thought I was a child before these days. I wonder. Well, I was looking this up. I mean, you know, thinking in terms of vinyls. One to five was the the, the first the first the, side the first side uh-huh. and then six to ten was the back side. Okay, so these days is the end of the first side. Yeah, and I think that makes a lot of sense. It's a good good it's kind good, of ender. Yeah, it's a good act one finale. Yeah, you know where it's like we're 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 wrapping that up and we're moving on because Redneck Friend is a really boisterous mm-hmm. song, and it's 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 really fun and I think it, like kicking off the top of a an album yeah. or the top of a listening sesh. That would be a good one to start with. That's a, that's a fun. That, that's that's an interesting way to to, to think about it. Because yeah, like back when like there was vinyl, like that's how you would structure the right, album. Was right, right. Like, okay, we need to start it here, and it mm. needs to end a certain way, so the side two can kind of start and feel sort of similar. Yeah, it's interesting. That's cool. It's really interesting to think about that. If that's changed music, if people come out with their, I mean, Kanye West certainly isn't creating uh, CDs that. Uh, pop in the middle and then like like no. he, it's like these moody atmospheric kind of situations yeah sometimes or they're like all bangers or they like are interspersed but it's not like we need to keep you enthused in the middle right all the time it's like right. we already got you we're gonna maybe throw some crazier stuff in the middle and then we'll end strong and then you get fountains of wayne that throws out a 30 song album exactly it's like here and, you go and three of them are christmas songs for no reason <laughs> and that's fountains of wayne and i'm excited to announce that i'm doing a fountains of wayne podcast <laughs> I'm leaving the show, and I'm. Oh no! Of, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You and Bagels are going off and doing our. Bagels thing. and I are doing <laughs> fountains of complain. We talk about how much we hate fountains of wine. That sounds great. I love yeah. that. <laughs> it's mostly Bagels talking and then uh, correcting her and telling her to stop being racist. Great. Um, uh, <laughs> Should we kick off uh, side two of this bad boy? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Redneck friend, which I want to remind. First of all, I was also looking. A lot of acoustic piano on this thing, uh-huh. uh, which is, I had to look up what acoustic piano meant. It just meant like regular piano, not electric piano. Like a grand piano. Yes, a grand piano. Yeah. So it's like he was loving a grand piano. And Jackson Brown also played acoustic guitar, acoustic piano, and rhythm guitar on a bunch of these songs. Huh. But on Redneck Friend, we've got Elton John playing acoustic piano as Rockaday Johnny. That's um, cool. Yeah. So we're Rockaday listen, Johnny. Listen for Elton John in there. Um, and, uh, listen for Glenn Fry in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's all that's in there. So let's let's, check it out. Let's give it a check. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that guitar. It's really good.
cool. Yeah. It's very versatile. It's he very, can do these he is, very he is stripped very down versatile. songs and these very kind of rock and roll big numbers. That's yeah, it's great. amazing. It's got this old timey rock and roll style too. Yeah. I will say uh, the reaction, I guess Janet Maslin reviewing for uh, Rolling Stone uh-huh. said uh, she writes that it sounds like too deliberate an attempt to create a single by someone whose art, even at its most casual, remains too complex for strictly AM audiences. Huh. So <laughs> she was basically saying like, uh, this guy's trying to get a single, but he's better than everyone. He's too. He's too. He's too much of a thinker, which I can understand that. Sure. I think I still like that song. It's a. It feels like a Livingston Saturday Night kind of. Yeah, thing. absolutely. It's very fun. Yeah. And you, you got a little Elton John in there. Very exciting. What I like so far about this album is like, you know, for a, a, a singer songwriter to mix in so many kind of stripped down, very emotional songs, and then throw in these kind of bigger rock and roll songs. Like yeah. that's a tough thing to do, and also keep the audience's attention because yeah. i feel like if i'm listening to an album uh from you know like like any any musician out today uh you can kind of tell the songs that were just sort of like thrown in like yeah let's yeah. put that in there yeah and you can kind of gloss over those but yeah. these all of these are really really engaging they're really engaging it's they're really good i love it yeah i, I love this album um uh, the next one is the times you've come the times you've come the times you've come Let's give it a lack. A lack. Let's give it a lack. Let's get a lack. Let's give it a lack. <laughs> a little more contemplative. Song. Yeah. In the time we've known that we each are a part of one another, we've lost as much as we have won. As our lives have grown, we have found that it only brings us pain to hang on to the things that we have done. Still, I love the times you've come. When you went away, taking all that I built my false road on, I dropped my life and couldn't find the pieces. Now you come and go, and it's hard, but I feel my strength returning. We'll see how far this new road. We see a little more each time we come. That was pretty. It's a little Van Morrison-y, that one. Yeah, it kind of is. I like it. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, that's that's just a solid song. I will say, um, I didn't focus on that one as much because Ready or Not is actually my favorite one on this album. Ooh. Other than, I think These Days is a world of its own. So oh, I don't sure. want to compare it. But Why? it's my favorite one, track eight. What about this song sticks out I think you? the lyrics are so good. Uh-huh. It's about having a baby. Okay. And, it's like, and I think the lyrics are so uh, funny and light and, and interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it tells this story in a really cool way. And it's and I, I like the rhythm to it, too. Was he Was he a dad when this came out? I'm not sure if he was a dad. Let me check. You check. Let's give this a okay, listen. Okay, let's see. I love this song. I have to explain it to 
I'm not sure what it means. My baby's feeling funny in the morning. She's having trouble getting into her jeans. Waistline <laughs> <laughs> seems to be expanding. Although she never feels like eating a thing. I guess we'll reach some understanding when we see what the future will bring. <laughs> I punched an unemployed actor Defending her dignity Well, he stood up and knocked me through that barroom door And that girl came home with me Now <laughs> baby's feeling funny in the morning She says she's got a lot on her mind Nature didn't give her any warning Now she's gonna to leave her wild ways behind She says she doesn't care if she never spent Another night running loose on the town She's gonna be a mother Take a look in my eyes and tell me brother If I look like I'm ready I love I it. like that it's a lot. It's so good, right? It's really so kind good. of like kind of a dumb guy who's about to be a dad, yeah, and is not ready for it. That's so uh, good. He did not have a child at this point. Um, uh, he, uh, oh no, 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 their son. Never mind. Okay. Um, Brown has been married twice and has two children. His first wife was actress and model Phyllis Major. The two began their relationship in 1971. Their son, model and actor Ethan Zane Brown, was born in 1973 at Cedar Sinai. Huh. Grew up in L.A., so she must have been pregnant while he wrote this. God, well, he he talks about like meeting an actress in a bar, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so this must exactly. be about about yeah, that. Yeah, it must have been that. But I speaking of romances with Jackson Brown, this is wild. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Ethan, yeah, so Ethan Brown has, has done a bunch of stuff. Um, Jackson Brown and Phyllis Major made, married in late 1975. Major died by suicide by consuming an overdose of barbiturates a few months later, uh, which is very very sad. Um, but this was three years after the album. Uh, 81, Brown married Australian model Lynn Sweeney, mm -hmm. and then they had a son, um, and he's been a bass player and singer in the band Sunny in the Sunsets <laughs> since 2007. <laughs> Brown and Lynn Sweeney were divorced in 83, and then he dated actress Daryl Hannah in the okay. 80s. Daryl Hannah in the 80s, who was like the prime, like hottest actress in the 80s. Uh -huh. Daryl Hannah was like unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah. Jackson Brown, this cool... Um, nerdy dad rock, rock musician. And roller, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he killed it. That relationship ended in '92, uh, so nine years. Uh -huh. And then he was with artist and environmental activist Diana Cohen, a co-founding member of the Plastic Pollution Coalition, since the mid 1990s. Huh. So he's had a, a, a and then of course he had that uh, wild affair with Nico. Right. When she, he was 16 and she was in her like mid 30s. Yeah. <laughs> so he's good had for a him. life. Yeah. He's had a life. He's, he's had a he's, life. He's got it. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a straight shooting kind of guy. Yeah. People love that about him. I love that song That's so much. Song's that, amazing, right? Like it I, I I could see that being a Paul Simon song. Yeah. I mean, you the know? lyrics are so specific and casual and cool. Yeah. Um, oh, that's great. It's amazing. I love, yeah, I love all the stuff in the beginning. Someone's going to have to explain it to me. I'm not sure what it means, 
Baby feel, feeling funny in the morning. She's having trouble getting into her jeans. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I don't know. It's really um, good. Uh, it's just a cool way to like, I don't know, like the point of view of a guy being like, what's going on? <laughs> uh, I'm going to be a, a what? Yeah. Is he like in what, denial? This is happening now? It's so funny. That's She's going to be a mother. Take a look in my eyes and tell me, brother, if I look like I'm ready. <laughs> like it's like him talking to somebody else being like, what? I, don't, I have no idea. What, to do. what do I do with my hands? I love that point of view. That's great. I love it. It's That's so, so funny. funny. Um, um, track nine. Track nine, sing my songs to me. Oh yeah, sing my songs to me. Let's give Let's this listen a to this listen. one. Yeah, I like this one a lot. It's very sincere. Oh, I like that. Da-da-da. It's a little uh, Billy Joely to me. Yeah. simple it's like a three minute songs but there's like maybe like one there's a kind of a chorus and a verse and a chorus and that's it it's simple yeah it's great very simple i love that just jamming out and feeling it yeah i love it and that's yeah that's a good one too um and then this final one is uh for every man for every man the titular track the titular track um uh, i think i found something about this oh yeah um yes this is so this is from uh, Anthony DeCurtis. This is uh, from Rolling Stone in 2000. I believe he's writing about this particular song. Oh. Uh, the title track of Jackson Brown's second album, For Every Man, was a response to the escapist vision of Crosby, Stills, and Nash's wooden ships as violence, fear, and paranoia overtook 60s utopianism. Wooden ships imagined a kind of hipster exodus by sea from a straight world teetering on the edge of apocalypse. I didn't know that's what Wooden Chips was about. I, I thought it was I no just idea. about a cool boat. <laughs> <laughs> wooden Chips on the water. Oh, that makes sense. Let's give let's give that a listen and then okay. go into For Every Man. Carry on. I don't know if I've ever heard, heard Wooden Chips. You ever heard? Well, I you you don't know from what I just did. 
Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I think it was beautiful. Though. Let it sink in, Ryan. Okay, you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, no, I really, I like this song. I never realized that it was like an apocalyptic version of the world. Yeah. Let's that's give this so a, weird. And he wrote a response to it? Yeah. And that's what Forever That's fascinating. Was? Let's give okay. this a listen. There's this cool electric uh, like piano in here. Oh, yeah. You never heard this song? Maybe. Okay. So they're like, that's like maybe like hipster elitism being like, you don't need us. We're getting out of here. We're forming our new world. <laughs> we got this under control. That's under control. We made these boats out of completely sustainable metal straws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going on board as anti-straw movement. Yeah. <laughs> Starbucks just got rid of their straws. It's pretty wild. It is pretty wild. No more it, straws. It, I, guess it, I guess all change is good change. Sure, it makes sense. Right, it makes sense, but it makes me mad that we're we're attacking straws of all the things <laughs> what, that we yeah, can stop. Exactly. We have this one video of a of a turtle who got a straw stuck in their nose. Yeah, we're and like that's enough is everything. enough. And it's like uh, there's a lot more that we can change before oh, straws. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that should be like number eight on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really. I mean, but look, I won't. I won't knock any positive change. No, Especially for our not. turtle friends, we're parrot heads. Of course. We gotta look out for our beaches. Right. What are we saying? What are we saying? But I think the cups are bad too. Oh, I'm and sure the lids. they are. Yeah, and the lids. The lids are sharp. The lids cut me. Yeah, that's hurt. <laughs> what about us? <laughs> what about us? <laughs> Somebody teach me how to use a lid. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but great. That was the so so then um, uh, Jackson Brown had a counterpoint to wooden ships. Yes. And he wrote for every man. Let's give this a listen. Let's give it a listen. Everybody I talk to is ready to leave with the light of the morning. They've seen the end coming down long enough to believe that they've heard their last warning. Standing alone, each has his own ticket in his hand. Yeah. 
but it's great. It's really good. Isn't that so good? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, waiting here for every man. Make it on your own if you think you can. If you see if somewhere to go, I understand. Waiting here for every man. Don't ask me if you'll show a baby. I don't know. Ooh. So good. That's like, so it's like, go on, I guess, if this is going to help you. Yeah. But I'm going to look out for everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really great. That's sweet. I love that. I love uh, just taking a, a, a second to counterpoint some of your other famous friends' songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, this song is six minutes and 12 seconds. This is the longest song on the album. So we had a lot to say. Yeah, that's like an eighth of the album. I the know. Song's only 40 minutes, the album's only 40 minutes long. That's fascinating. That that's was great. an amazing album. It's great, right? Really good. It's so good. I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, I'm, I'm moving soon, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to start compiling some vinyls. That's what you do when you live alone. You listen to vinyls. Absolutely. And I think this has got to be on the vinyl list. Oh, of course. You got to run to Amoeba before it closes in like four years. Oh, shoot. I have to hurry. I'll start walking now. (laughs) That's right. Um, uh, You know what? Side tangent. If you you have some good vinyl albums uh, that you think I should listen to, let me know. Okay, computer. Okay, computer. Really good on vinyl. Really? Really good. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. computer. Is that, wait, who is Radiohead. It? It's Radiohead. Yeah. Wow. Radiohead is so good on vinyl. It's really? ridiculous. Yes. That's crazy. Really, really good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll also, to uh, the shins, oddly enough, are the really shins. good on vinyl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have one current vinyl record. What is that it? I listen to. It's Moondance. Moondance, okay. Van Morrison. Yeah, that's I good. I consider that the only vinyl record you need. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that blog post. Oh, man. I can't. Yeah, get ready for yeah. the only vinyl record you ever need. It's going to be 30 pages long. <laughs> and this is going to say Moon Dance, Moon Dance, Moon Dance. It's my all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Oh, Moon that's Dance, great. Dance. It's great. So, yeah. So, what a great album, huh? I love that. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, I really love this album. I love Jackson Brown. I think I'm going to go on a, a deep Jackson Brown bender. Absolutely. Um, uh, and uh, I, I, it's it's really cool. What what an amazing storyteller and a lyricist. Yeah. As well as a easygoing kind of a song creator that has music that connects you pretty immediately, at least to me immediately. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. No, I, you, Ryan? I, I think that was terrific. Like I said, there are so many like layers to his songwriting mm-hmm. and to see all of those come out in one album is really really fascinating yeah uh, and i think you're right i think the flow is perfect um i i loved it so much there's so much in there from someone that was 25 yeah when he recorded this yeah. thereabouts uh, that's amazing. I mean, when I was 25, uh, I, I didn't know what was going on. Oh, I'm not at all. 27 now. I still don't know what's going oh, I'm on. I'm completely lost. This man has such a vision. I mean, yeah. I think he connects to the, whatever, the artistic subconscious that is hanging above all of our heads. I oh, think he's yeah. in it. Yeah. It's amazing. I want to say one more before we go. Uh-huh. If we never do another Jackson Brown album, I think we got to listen. You Go to the Running on Empty album, mm-hmm. and I want to listen to The Loadout, which is the second to last song, but you have to listen to it in album order, because the second to last song leads into the last song. Ooh, okay. So I want to listen to a little bit of this one. This is a song about roadies. Great. And I this is one of my favorite songs. I think we can end on this one. It's kind of out of turn, but I think it's it's really good, and it's really sweet. Let's listen to the beginning, then we can jump a little bit farther at the end. Love it. This is an absolute favorite of Jackson Brown's.
goes into this. That's cool. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow. Does this song now? <laughs> Seamless. Oh my god. I think we will definitely talk about Jackson Brown again. Oh at yeah, some point. yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a genius. Uh, until next time, I am Mayfair Marleybone. I'm St. Charles, Tennessee. Guys, have a good week. Okay. Campfire.